0: This is The TJ Show. I think one of the biggest challenges we face on this planet is what happens in the workplace. And so Kenny does something great. He goes out on the street, he taps random people on the shoulder, and he goes, Hey, tell me your workplace trauma. When it
1: comes to workplaces, do you have any workplace pet peeves?
2: I have quite a few.
1: Sit <laughs> it all on that one side.
2: <laughs> Give me one I'd say my biggest pet peeve is people. You know, I'm a big fan of working from home. I work in a hybrid situation right now. My team all works in a mm-hmm. hybrid situation. Um, my biggest pet peeve right now is people who take advantage of that. So if you're supposed to be working, don't tell me you're at Target. I like I expect. And if you're at Target, I don't care, but do your job. Like, yeah. <laughs> get your job done, and then I don't care where you are or what you're doing, but don't make the rest of the the team pick up your slack because you're taking advantage of our hybrid work from home situation.
0: And by the way, how long is that hybrid situation really going to last? That's
2: facts, though, What she's saying.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're just sort of you know out there and doing your shopping mm-hmm. in the middle of taking calls, and you know you hear that target sound, you know what it is, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, you're you're working right now. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I'm working on get a deal.
2: Yeah. yeah. I want everybody to work from home. I think the flexibility is great as both a you know boss and an employee, but. If people are taking advantage of it, we're not going to get to stay that way. It's not going to continue that way. So Exactly. Yeah. That's a big pet peeve
1: right now. I'm seeing they're selling these devices that'll move your mouse every five seconds (laughs) to make it seem like you're working.
2: Right. And that's, look, I don't care. Fine. If you're done all the things you need to get done today, have a mouse mover. Fine. (laughs) Is that such a
1: thing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing it all over the place. How does that work? Is it an app or is it it's like actually... A, I, there's a couple of different ones, but one is like a mouse pad that literally will just move your mouse because a lot of these companies with hybrid or remote work, you have to log into your system and they know if you're logged in or not. And if your computer goes to sleep, then that will be reported. So it moves your mouse to prevent your uh, computer from going to sleep. Isn't it amazing how much work people do to do less work? <laughs> yeah. Man, seriously. Seriously. Do you have any workplace pet peeves, like things that co-workers do that are annoying?
0: Uh, I did have this one work, uh, co-worker every day. Like before he would leave, he would be like, All right, y'all, I'm out of work. Woo! And then just leave the whole <laughs> restaurant. See people jump, go crazy when you <laughs> do that. Can you imagine working at a restaurant every day? He celebrates leaving. Would you want to keep eating yeah, there? Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, that would drive so, me nuts too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Everybody has that one coworker that's annoying to them. You don't have that oh, one coworker?
2: <laughs> well, I don't have that coworker anymore because they got fired.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's always the risk, <laughs> They were right?
2: annoying to everyone, apparently.
0: Yeah. If you are that annoying coworker, you might not
3: be there much longer. <laughs> and if you can't figure out who that is, it might be you.
0: Yeah, yeah. But hey, listen, there's hope for everyone, right? If yeah. you we're working in a tough work environment, there are so many resources right at the tips of our fingers. The first thing I think of is you go on Amazon and you look in the books category for business or workplaces. Or, you know, they got all these different categories. There's always going to be a number one, two, three, four, and five book. There's a reason why so many people have given those books five stars and why people keep buying them year after year after year. I also always say, when you read a book about great leadership and you see how we're supposed to be treated in the work environment, it empowers us to say, we're not going to stand for being treated badly anymore because there is another way. And there are
3: really successful environments that don't treat people in this toxic way. When I learn more about myself, the person who annoys me that I work with annoys me less. Because you've learned so much more about yourself. You figure out, like, what what is it about them that bothers me? And you can call that out and just say, all right, I'm going to keep it moving.
0: Well, you just nailed one of the other big things. If we learn about ourselves, sometimes we find out we're the annoying person. Yeah.
3: Right? Yes. <laughs> that, that
0: happens. That's scary. But it's helpful and we want to know. helpful.
3: I'm going
0: to read you a quote from a biography that I'm reading. And I want to see if you can guess who it is. All right. Okay. This was discussing this person's report card comments. This is what the report card said When it came home to mom and dad He works extremely slowly Either because he dreams Or is doing what he should not He seldom finishes anything Next year He must concentrate on his work And not daydream during class His compositions show a lively imagination But he doesn't always finish in time His average grade Before he got out of high school Was 83 out of 100
1: Who is that? Elon Musk, Kenny. I want to say like Albert Einstein or something like that. Albert so Einstein. Guess too. Okay. Yeah. What about you, producer Heather?
3: I want to say like Robin Williams because his mind goes like a hundred mm, miles a yeah, minute. That good sounds kind Yes. Of, okay. Very I good. Can very see very
0: that. good. All right. Well, Jabo, you're right on the money. It's Elon Musk.
3: Ah. Okay.
0: The richest person in the world, mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Um, it's interesting to look back on how he was viewed in school and what his teachers thought of him and, and and no matter what your opinion of Elon is it, I just feel like it's more evidence to support that the world's definition of you does not necessarily determine your outcome right people are going to have all kinds of opinions about About everything, right? People love having opinions. They love saying what someone should do or what someone should be or how they should act or what line of work they should get into. And
3: then if you do what it is they want you to do, they'll have an opinion about what you did and the way you did it. So at the end of the day, it's like, doesn't matter. People's opinions don't matter. And the reason why I guess Elon Musk is because you kind of need a mind like that, a dreamer, a a wanderer, to establish the things he's established.
0: Yeah, he's a very controversial figure. I mean, how mm-hmm. do you expect the richest person in the world to not have controversy yeah. surrounding them? And the
3: things he's created, like SpaceX and yeah. Tesla. So, yeah, I yeah. think if
0: we're just having a reasonable discussion, you look at some of his accomplishments, you're like, okay, well, that's cool that he figured out how to get these things into outer space. Right. And it is interesting to read his origin story, which is why I was drawn to it, because I'm like, what is going on with this guy? Like, everyone's talking <laughs> yeah. about him. All eyes on him. He's sending things into outer space. He wants to be on Mars. He's telling uh, Mickey Mouse to go somewhere and do something uh-huh. to himself. You know, yeah. it's like this is this is a wild time. That word. I mean, he really is. He's one of the kings of our time, right? In right. history, he's one of the guys who's got all the dough, and he's he, everyone's looking at him. And so, I, I think the takeaway here is that even if the world's systems don't recognize what you have to offer. It doesn't mean that what you have to offer is not beneficial to Mm -hmm. the betterment of humanity, but I think you're called to do something that is special and unique to you, and people are going to have all kinds of opinions. It almost seems like there's this through line in these biographies when you read about these thinkers, people who are here, people who are no longer here. There's always this tension. People looked at them and scoffed at them, and, like, ha, that wild Edison... Trying out every single light bulb, all mm-hmm. the filaments. You know, there, there's another thing about Edison. He tried, I think it was 6,000 filaments before he eventually got to inventing the light bulb. Wow! I mean, think about how nuts he must have looked and how people viewed him up. Oh, yeah, and that's that guy in that laboratory playing around again. It failed again. Oh, I don't know when he's going to stop and get a real job.
3: My report card, every time I would bring it home, would say... She talks too much, and I have to move her from desk to desk. But what ends up happening is I made friends with everybody the teacher would move me next to. So I'm like, here we are. I talk too much, but here we are. Look at it. It worked out. You're on the radio. Yeah. Look at that.
0: This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio on today. Be special, be exactly who you were made to be. J Bo, the weirdest thing happened. What happened? My daughter, Noah, just turned four years old. Oh. And we threw a little birthday party for her. And as we were leading up to the party, She started getting upset and then she started crying and I I turned to my wife, Jess, I said, what's wrong with Noah? And she said, she's upset that someone's not coming to her birthday party. And when I found out who it was that she wanted at her birthday party, first of all, totally shocked that she even knows who this person is. Second of all, um, knew I needed to do an interview about it immediately. So here it is from her mouth. Hey Noah, can you tell me what the problem is?
3: Hey, I told you you'd let Dada know. She wants to invite Kenny to her birthday party. <laughs> I know. I'm a little hurt by that. <laughs> Why wasn't it me? Well, it's a great question,
0: Jable. I would think she'd prefer and be much more upset about you not being I'm at the party. I'm
3: endearing, I'm nurturing, I'm funny. You you decorated cookies with her I over did. the holiday
1: season. Like, what? It's like you're her pal. You guys uh, go way back. But can you make a moose sound? Yes, J-Bo could do it
0: No, j my theory is That Kenny is more kid-like mm. So when we're thinking about a kid's birthday party It's not so much that she's thinking about Oh, what adults can't make it Which you're obviously in the adult category right, right. It's more about, I want more kids to show mm, up okay, And I right. think in her four-year-old eyes She sees Kenny as a child I'll let it
1: slide then Yeah, I'm like a kid on steroids, I think <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that true?
2: uh hmm
0: Is she good friends with Kenny? I don't know. Even my oldest daughter's.
2: Charlie's like, I don't know. Very confused
0: by this request.
2: Kenny's very popular in this house. Um, my sister wants to marry him.
0: Who? Willa. So now, <laughs> oh <my laughs> this, this is a whole other thing I can't really wrap my head around. So my five-year-old apparently told someone she wants to marry Kenny. And I'm like, what? Well, what is going on here? Since when? Since last week. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Willa, tell me what's going on with Kenny. I think she wants to save him for later when Kenny's at the party and she wants to propose to him. What? (laughs) Is that true? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But do you know that he's like an old man?
1: I'm still going to do it. No way. (laughs) Yeah. She thinks he's very cute.
0: See, I don't know
3: oh
1: what in the
0: world is going on here, but I'm oh like, gosh. guys, guys, I had to have a serious discussion. I'm like, guys, Kenny has a girlfriend, first of all. He's off the market. Also, he is an adult, even though he seems like a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he definitely acts childish, and I understand that, and it's confusing. He is a little, you know, interesting. Like, you know how kids bring a book bag full of toys? When Kenny came over, he brought a cooler. But what was in the cooler was his beer. So I was trying to explain, (laughs) like those weren't toys. toys. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're it's a different kind of thing. And so I explained all that to them. And then I think once I explained it, they understood. Kenny was not to be at the birthday party mm-hmm. and also we're just very grateful that Kenny was not at the birthday party and the birthday party <laughs> it went off without a hitch it was wonderful and by the way Noah stopped crying almost immediately she got over she, it she was so happy her grand was there her grandpa everyone was celebrating and it was wonderful and and we took her out for a brownie last night she had a great time with that it was wonderful and Willow moved on to somebody else who oh. she thinks is cute Willa's not even thinking about Kenny <laughs> right. anymore after I, <laughs> after I told her how weird it was that uh, he slept <laughs> acts like a kid. Uh-huh. She gets it now. Everyone's got healthy guy in their life. <laughs> they go around, they tell everyone all the healthy stuff they're doing. I've got a couple of them. Actually, I've got like three that come to mind. Every time you see them, it's like, here's the healthy thing that I'm doing.
3: Yeah. I have a healthy girl in my life.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And w- what I love the most, because I know I want to be in a regular gym discipline. I realize how important that is. And that's a struggle for me for sure. I have to improve there. But I love when healthy guy or healthy girl. Gives us some tidbit of information that's so easy. It's right there in our reach. Yeah. And we can all be doing it. And it makes us better. And so camera guy Josh is, is one of the healthy guys in my life. Hey, Josh. Hi, TJ. Looking healthy. Thank you. Thank you. And you started raving about green tea, which is something we all know about. We all think it's good for us. And I've known that for a lot of years. I didn't realize Same, yeah. how good it is for us. And to me, this feels within my reach. Okay. But what's funny about it is Josh hates the taste of green tea. Mm. And he forces himself to drink it every day. Which I like the
3: iced. It tastes good at iced. I'm with you. I mm-hmm. prefer it
0: iced over hot. Yeah. And uh, you, Josh, are I mean this is discipline right here. You hate it. You it's recoil. Gross. So <laughs> gross. Oh. <laughs> and yet you think it's so good for you. You insist on plowing through and drinking it. Please bring us in the loop. Share the information that you've discovered that has made you drink a drink that you hate and you force yourself to drink every day. Why should everyone be drinking it? Well, TJ. Number one, it it alleviates anxiety and stress, and we could all use a little of that in our lives. A little
3: stress, Josh. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, for shame. Who Who
1: isn't? Number two helps protect against cognitive decline. That's oh. a nice thing. Sounds legit to me. Helps support bone health. Huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Improves longevity, makes you live longer, lowers cholesterol. Wait, 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 don't just blow past
0: it like that's not a big deal. <laughs> that's a big deal. Oh, there's just so many to get to. Wait, so you're telling me that it helps you live longer? They've they've done studies about this? Well, it's a healthier drink, so I would assume. Oh, you know, so if you're drinking that in lieu of something else, yeah, lowers cholesterol,
1: enhances okay. memory, what? manage and prevent type two diabetes lowers stroke risk, supports weight loss, and reduces Sign blood me pressure.
0: Up. Sign
3: me up. Four cups a day, baby. Yeah. I
0: mean, come on. Why aren't more people talking about Let's go. this seemingly obvious thing? See, I didn't know all of that. I've yeah. just always heard, oh, it's good for you. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, so is everything else. No. <laughs> <If> yeah. <you're, laughs> get out of <laughs> my way. If you're not drinking it, you are dying. I no, mean, that's wow, not true. That's a little intense. You need to be drinking this stuff. Like yeah. If you don't
3: drink water, you're dying, and that's legit.
0: Well, listen, we're all dying. Let's face that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay? thanks for ruining the moment. I mean, sorry, but no one is
3: <laughs> No one makes it through Life Alive, I'll tell you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> exactly, J And uh, yeah, so I, I suppose if we like being here, which I do, I, I really do. Uh-huh. I, enjoy, I enjoy the people I'm around. Yep. Yeah, I want to stack the deck in my corner. For sure. Die less. Drink green tea.
3: Well, (laughs) uh, (laughs) die less. That's a new slogan. When you go buy green tea at the store, it's going to say, die less, drink green tea. No, no, no. On all the boxes of tea.
0: (laughs) Well, Josh... Thank you for sharing this. Uh, you could probably, in the future, share it in a less morbid way. <laughs> okay. But I understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. It is very obvious that we all want to take care of ourselves. Listen, this is our life. We got to live it. Josh is just trying to get the point across. You right. We- no, he's, he's one of the healthy guys who likes to scare you into right. action. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's different techniques. You know, it's working for you, right? I found that is the one that works for me. Yes. Are you feeling better now after a couple of weeks of doing this every day? Uh, no. But really? But I think it'll come. It's so, just so gross I hate it I hate the taste of it I so hate it just to recap Josh is miserable About his decision But he Great. has hope That it is indeed Helping him So take that For what it's worth And if it's not helpful Then uh, just keep drinking Whatever you're drinking This is the TJ Show Yesterday j You brought in a gift And it was wonderful It was a little container Full of kumquats Yes they're like Wonderful. little little tiny oranges. They've got the peel on it, and you eat the whole thing. It, it goes against all of your instincts to eat like a full orange, but it's tiny. It's almost the size of a grape.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a mouthful of zest once you bite into it. Yeah,
0: and so I mentioned that when I was a kid growing up, my dad grew a kumquat tree inside. And what I forgot to tell you was that it never actually made fruit. But he would always go to the store and buy the kumquats and say this is eventually going to come out of this tree. Oh, he was hopeful. <laughs> and he had it for years, and it never made one kumquat. <laughs> and then I moved out of the house, and I come back one day, and it's gone. And I said, Dad, what happened? And he said, nah, I got sick of it. I said, <laughs> you've put so much time into After this all tree. all these years. So I never actually got to experience what it's like. And you bringing those in yesterday, it inspired me to find a kumquat tree on the internet and I'm going to order it and bring it into my house and I'm going to go the full mile this time.
3: Now, I did read that they only grow in really warm environments, so well, good luck with that.
0: It could be a problem. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we, uh, <laughs> We're going to experiment. I got a lemon tree and that's producing lemons. Yeah, so that's true.
3: I hope it works out for you though.
0: I'm going to get you some fresh ones in about probably seven years. Alright, I'm
3: looking forward to that.
0: They're coming your way. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for you. inspiring me. You're welcome. I'm a plant pathologist, I think is what they call me. <laughs> sure. Jabil, what's happening in your World today
3: have you ever taken an allergy test
0: oh yeah yeah they start like rubbing all kinds of things on you right to well, see if you're allergic they
3: prick you with like little needles like over 50 something needles uh-huh. to see what you're allergic to from weeds to mold to pets and all these things so i took one yesterday it was the first time ever that was horrible mm. <laughs> two what, out of five stars
0: what are you allergic to
3: Dogs! <gasps> no. no! Which is nonsense. When they told me that, I was like, faulty. Mm-mm. Fake news, retake. Oh, really? Because I have a dog. I'm like, there's no way I'm use dogs. I love dogs. How? I've never felt anything weird when I'm around them. So Chebo. Mm-hmm.
0: When are you getting rid of your dog? No. Give your dog to me. <laughs> never. I'll take your dog. My no. my dog Luna could use a friend. If you need a home, I'll rehome your dog.
3: No, no, my sky sky, she's staying right there.
0: Alright, fine. I'll take some
3: Zyrtex and call it a day.
0: Alright, I was gonna take her take her care of her and then i was gonna sell her
3: what uh, yeah as
0: Jabo's dog well, i would, would get you... a lot of money if they knew it was your dog Stop. it's a special animal
3: in that case give me a little cut then <laughs> i wasn't gonna tell you that
0: but since you're not willing to do it i'll tell you what the plan was 10
3: percent finder's fee, right
0: producer heather what's happening in your world today
3: so i'd like to share um a dream that i have with you oh good so my dream is to be a minimalist I wanna have as little things as possible. But the problem with that is I love to have stuff. Yeah. I have too many things. So I've started to do this thing where if I buy something new, I get rid of something mm-hmm. else. So like if Good I buy job. a new sweatshirt, I'll get rid of or give away a Ooh, sweatshirt. That's tough. So that might be a little tip if you're trying to, you know, clean up your closet or get rid of some stuff this year. Heather,
0: you're a philanthropist. It's and- <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah, love you're what right. you're doing for the world and yeah. listen I'll tell you my my quick minimalism story. Oh please. I was living in a pretty small apartment in Boston and my wife and I we kept having babies. And uh, we started running out of space. And so I read this minimalism book and I start getting rid of everything. One of the big quotes in the book was, why are you storing tons of paper towels and toilet paper in your closet and taking up so much space when the store down the street is storing it for free? And I'm like, yeah, that's such a great point. So I used up all my paper towels, used up all my toilet paper, and then the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And I had none left and everyone (laughs) took it out of the store. And I'm like, this is the worst idea ever. So, So since then I've been a maximist.
3: (laughs) Well, maybe don't start with paper towels and toilet paper. Start with like maybe clothes or shoes or something like that.
0: I think this is so cool when this happens. Threw me back to my high school years. Where we broadcast in Arkansas at Van Buren High School, it was this really cool moment in a high school game. This player's name is Trenton Cooley, had a buzzer-beater shot that made ESPN Sports Center's top ten. Which, like, how cool is that? That's yeah, super yeah. cool. Right? You're, you're at a high school game. Apparently, it was the end of the third quarter, and he launched the ball from, like, 80 feet down Oof. the court, which is, like, basically at the other hoop, right? Yeah. The other team. And he hits the shot right at the buzzer, which is so cool.
3: I love those moments, man. They give you chills.
0: It, yeah, it gave them the lead, 49-34. And the shot was so impressive, it took the number two spot on the late edition of ESPN Sports Center's top play segment. And the this is a veteran anchor, you know, Linda Cohn, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. She's been there forever.
0: She said, and I quote, what a shot by Trenton Cooley, remember his name.
1: How cool! Hey, that's yeah. super cool.
0: I needed something like that to happen to me in high school. That's what I was waiting for. Well, I didn't play any sports, but like, <laughs> if only, if only ESPN recognized me, my whole high school experience would have been way different. <laughs> You'd have gotten all the girls, TJ. I know, I know. Van Buren won the game, sixty-eight to forty-five, and uh, this guy, Trenton Cooley, he also plays on the Pointers football team, which is so funny. Yeah, I should have gotten into sports, but I was too afraid. When I think back to like the big sports standout in my high school, it was this guy who was a pitcher and you just knew that he stood out. Like Mm. there's always that kid Mm -hmm. who – because I played a little bit of baseball. This guy would pitch to you and it would be like he was like launching a rocket at you. Ah! And uh, every time he pitched, I jumped. I was like, I I should not be up here. (laughs) Who stands this close to a guy throwing a ball like that? And he did go on to play some professional ball. But it's tough. That's it's cool. tough That's to dope. make it into the pros. But he did. Uh, I think he was on one of the big teams, and I don't know. I I didn't follow it. <laughs> he he shoved me against a locker one time for no reason. So I haven't been.
3: <laughs> so you guys weren't <laughs> friends. Haven't been
0: particularly invested in his career. But I'm sure he's doing great, and I want the best for him. No,
3: I had a friend in high school named Erica Dunlap, the sweetest thing in the world. And in 2004, she was crowned Miss America. Oh, Miss America. Miss America, and rightfully so. Like she, it fits her perfectly. Look at that. Yeah, Still in awesome. touch with her. No. Okay. Mm -mm. See? We lost touch.
1: You got some? Big superstar? Yeah, my hometown sports legend was Greg Olson, who played for the Carolina Panthers. He was an NFL tight end. His father was the head coach of the high school program. Even his brother went on to play Division I football. But he's retired now. He's likely a Hall of Famer, and he's the lead analyst for Fox Sports coverage of the NFL. Get out of here. You know him? Yeah, I've met him a couple of times. Really? He's he's two years older than I am. Yeah. Where'd you meet him? What age? Probably when I was 12 or 13. Yeah. What
0: did he say to you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what what'd you say back? Hey, you're big. <laughs> cool. You're cool. a giant. Wow. So <laughs> we really know the superstars. You know, actually, this is another, uh, so not sports related, but I went to a school, because in uh, my senior year of high school, I went to two different schools because there was one school that offered, a, it was actually a video production class. Cool. And at that school, Bill Maher had gone there. Oh, wow. So everyone would that's always talk awesome. about like, oh, how Bill Maher, and I didn't know who he was at the time, but then obviously, and you mm-hmm. find out famous comics, and that's cool. Well, look at that. So congratulations to Trenton. So happy that everything is going well in Arkansas. Big fans. You know, we that's love being on cool. in Arkansas and so many amazing places across the nation and in Canada. Oh, yeah. How cool. <laughs> we have to have a room painted in our office, and I feel like I've discovered something that is borderline miraculous. <laughs> I was saying, hey, I I think we should uh, make it this color, and our camera guy Josh goes, oh yeah, that's easy. They they can do a custom color at uh, Home Depot. And I go, okay, well how long does that take to get delivered, I'd like to turn this around. And I'm thinking he's gonna say two or three weeks. Like they have to order it, get it shipped to the store, we have to go pick it up. And I know almost nothing about home improvement. My dad is a contractor. And if you asked me to hang a picture, there'd be at least three or four holes behind it. <laughs> and it might actually fall off the wall Same, same in about here. a month or so. And I, and I want to know these skills because I understand it's important, especially when we live in a home, right? yes. you should probably know how to improve it and do things so you don't have to constantly call someone or constantly get on the phone with your dad and, <laughs> uh, daddy, can you help me with something? <laughs> so anyway, uh, Camera Guy Josh, who's Mr. Home Improvement, he tells me about Home Depot and how you could just give them a picture of a color. And I, I know that you're gonna, if you know this already, you're gonna be like, this guy's an idiot. But I did not know that it was this easy. You go, we go in there. It was like a little field trip. Kenny came along with mm-hmm. us, camera guy Josh, and we give them this picture. And they take a picture of it. And they go, oh, yeah, it's this blue, it's this yellow. Next thing you know, the machine takes a white can of paint and starts dripping in. It. it almost looks like uh, food coloring. <laughs> yeah. And they they uh, have this like dye that goes in. They throw it in this mixing machine. It starts shaking a million miles an hour. I think it's actually a
1: million, right? How fast it shakes, something like that.
3: And then wouldn't you know it, the colors in the can. And I'm like, that is so genius. That's a miracle. That's like a water into wine kind of miracle, right there. Yeah.
0: How <laughs> long has this been going on? Where you could just walk in with any color on the planet, and they can make it just for make you. Make it. Is this normal? Yeah,
1: it's been really? going on for a while.
3: <laughs> let, him, let
0: him have his fun with it. I mean, come on! Is this an amazing technology? And honestly, it makes me want to come up with the craziest color and then just paint a room it and go. Yeah, I got it down the street at Home Depot. <laughs> it's shocking to me. Like I was, I learned something new yesterday. And then so we're there, we're hanging out. I love hanging out with these guys. And of course, Kenny can't just watch the can get shaken, right? Like I'm fascinated by what's happening. Mm-hmm he starts shaking his head along with the shaker, like, and some woman looks at him and just laughs at him.
1: And we were debating whether or not she was laughing with him or at him. Definitely
3: at him. At him,
1: right? Yeah, for sure. If you saw that. But I was doing it on purpose. I was doing it on purpose to make somebody laugh. I was trying to make you guys laugh. You guys were just like, oh, there's Kenny being Kenny. Yeah, you some it. stranger laugh. So I, that goal accomplished. I and made then, somebody laugh yesterday. Because you really
0: can't take Kenny anywhere and expect normal behavior. <laughs> We're, we're walking through this tool section and it's all these power tools and he picks up two aggressive looking power tools and it's next to a customer who's just shopping and this customer happens to be a short man mm-hmm. and he picks up the two it almost looks like two huge drills that you'd Plow through a building with. Alright. He picks it up like Scarface and goes,
1: "Say hello to my little friend." <laughs> and the guy that standing next to
0: him looks at him and seems offended. Like, are you talking about me? Oh. And he had to clarify, "No, no, no. I was, oh I was my quoting, God. no, I was talking about the <laughs> that drills." That's so awkward. It was like, dude, I, I gotta leave the aisle. Just like, let's check, please, let's check out. I know. Can you just act normal, Kenny?
1: <laughs> no. Oh, come on. Hey, we ran into those guys several times afterwards, and and they, they were laughing. They were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're laughing. I mean, it's just
0: unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, uh, gotta love Home Depot. Thank you for impressing me yesterday. I just had no idea that existed. Look, I'm in the club now. This is the TJ Show, our news. It sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find. And then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet
1: today? I think most people would say the sport of water skiing is a young person's game. But Dwan Jacobson Young would argue with you. She's been water skiing ever since 1961. She's 92 years old. Ah. And she's now been officially dubbed the oldest water skier in the world by Guinness World Records. Good for her. This is awesome. And yeah, see, you, you keep those
0: muscles strong to do the things that you love, and you're still doing them at and 92. And I bet you
3: she's sharp, too. Oh,
0: yeah. Mentally.
1: Absolutely. You better be sharp mentally on that water (laughs) ski. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, the family applied for her to receive this record in secret, and they surprised her with the news at a recent holiday party. She said she couldn't believe it and still can't believe it. What a surprise and what an honor. And she even said with all the years of experience, she still gets butterflies before she gets in the water. But Mm -hmm. once she's in the water, it's nothing but excitement. It's inspiration right there. Yeah, I think this story proves that if you take good care of yourself and you stay active, age really is just a number. Keep moving. Remember that quote from the woman I interviewed on the street who said, if you're not moving, you're not moving. It's true. If you're not moving, yep. you're dying. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, we finally have an answer to the question. Will Bill Belichick be head coach of the New England Patriots next season? The answer is wait, no. Wait, wait.
0: Oh, you blew it. I was going to have fun with it. <laughs> I was going to say, Jabo, what do you think? And I was going to give a whole theory about how I think they should let him finish out because he's the winningest coach, right, of all time. In playoffs. And it would have been great to be like, hey, he finished as a Patriot, even if he had a couple rough seasons. But uh,
1: you, you're telling me. As per ESPN sources, they are expected to part ways today after here. about a week of meeting between he and owner Robert Kraft. I do not believe Bill Belichick is done as a coach, and there are several coaching opportunities in the NFL. For instance, the Seattle Seahawks have announced that Pete Carroll will no longer be the head coach what? there. Isn't Pete a legend, too? He's a legend he is as well. He's a legend. Yeah.
3: What is going on? He's been on? with the Seahawks for like 14 seasons. Yeah, I've yeah. Uh,
0: I've listened to Pete Carroll in interviews. I love what he has to say. He Didn't he win some incredible game?
1: It was like a legendary move. He lost <laughs> to the Patriots in a legendary bad call. Yeah. Oh, is that what I'm thinking yes. of? Yeah. Now, he did ah, gotcha. have a Super Bowl. They, they beat the Broncos uh, gotcha. back yeah. in the day. And he's going to stay with the team as an advisor. And then in other sports coaching news, we also learned that Nick Saban is going to be retiring as the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide football team. Should I know him? You should. He's a legend.
0: Yeah. See, so uh, two out of three legends I knew. Can you give me some credit? As somebody who watches almost no football. (laughs) I'll give you credit. Can you you just, come on, just give me a little pass here.
1: Yep. But say goodbye to Bill in New England.
0: Yeah, that's sad to me a
1: little bit. Not Not to me. I lived in New England for
0: seven years of my life, and I saw the Patriots win many a Super Bowl. Oh yeah! And he was a part of that. Well, he did some great things, and like every great thing, it comes to an end. I know, but I just feel like it's ruthless. But that is what football is, right?
2: That's what it That's is. That's
3: business, baby.
0: You have to produce. <laughs> Man, all right. Well, I got to grieve that. I mean, I don't really care, but I got to grieve <laughs> do it. Do you
3: want a hug? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: it's something that I'm like. Oh, I wish it would have worked out, but it didn't. And yeah, it's fine. I'm gonna survive this,
1: guys. You will. I'm gonna survive. So, what team do you think is gonna land on? Uh everybody's money is on the San Diego Chargers. Really? Wow. See, I just say that like really, like I'm really invested. You say San
3: Diego people... Chargers?
1: Oh yeah, they're the LA Chargers. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. I'm old fashioned. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, they moved. Getting a little nostalgic. Kenny what else you got? Every year Wayne State University in Michigan releases a list of long lost words due for a comeback. It's part of their Word Warriors program and it's compiled by suggestions from website administrators as well as members of the public. This is good with people trying to remove words and shorten words and
0: (laughs) in the LOL era that we're in. Mm -hmm. It's good to add a few back into the mix. Some
1: full size words? Yeah. Oh! (laughs) It's great. Some old school words. I have a couple of them here. Um, One of them blather strike what is a blather strike I love that I mispronounced that blatherskite a person who talks at great length without making much sense
3: oh I know a lot of people like that
1: (laughs) yeah you ever you get around people
0: who just kind of drone on they start going down this rabbit hole and you go uh oh they don't know what they're talking about wrap
3: it up please wrap it up but then
0: they realize they don't know what they're talking about and they they gotta come back around (laughs) they they never really sound like I know I love that that's a blatherskite
1: blatherskite Uh, how about Kerglaff. This is the shock. wait. Say it again. Kerglaff. Kerglaff. I like that too. Mm. These sound good. That's the shock felt when one first plunges into cold water. Oh, oh yeah,
2: Kur-glaf.
0: we need that.
1: We've got people taking ice baths. You turn your shower to cold every day. I take cold showers every morning. Kerglaff. Kerglaff. C u r g l a f f. Okay, give me a second to warm up. I never heard the word before. <laughs> this one. This one I use. I didn't know that this was long lost. Dollop. Oh, I use dollop all the time. I've never
3: heard that word until I heard TJ use it.
1: A shapeless mass or blob of something.
3: (laughs) Shapeless. dollop.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know where you you said you've heard me use it? Yeah, I've heard you use it. You know when it was? I know exactly when it was. I was preparing you a coffee and I said, do you want any half and half? And I said, how much? Just a dollop?
3: (laughs) And I I looked at you and I was like, sure, that sounds about right. I had no idea. I'm like, I know TJ doesn't like cream and coffee, so he's not going to give me much. I knew that much.
0: You should never put any cream in your coffee. Who needs Ah, it? I disagree. If it's great coffee, but if you
1: are going to do it, just a dollop. Just a dollop. Just a dollop will do do you like the uh, Daisy commercials for sour cream. (laughs) So plenty more other words. You could check it out online if you're interested in more long lost words. Kenny, what else do you have? The Mandalorian and Grogu, aka Baby Yoda, are heading to the big screen, according to a report from Variety. It's set to go into production later this year, and it'll be titled The Mandalorian and Grogu.
3: That's going to be a future date night for Kenny and his girlfriend, Allison. Oh, yeah. A
1: few things. First of all, so proud of them.
0: (laughs) My daughter's going to be thrilled because she has a Baby Yoda toothbrush. Awesome. And third of all, they better film that quick. Because if he grows up, (laughs) that's going to be a problem. Wait, is it, is baby Yoda the actual Yoda or is it a baby from Yoda?
1: the same species as the original Yoda but it's a different it's a being, different one if yeah. you will okay so then also, I stand by what I said it's a baby but it's like hundreds of years old and that species really? it, yeah you have to watch the show oh, so they you got, gotta watch it
3: <laughs> you gotta watch The Mandalorian bro plenty of time to do it Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he ain't getting any bigger any quicker so that's fine John Favreau who of course created the Mandalorian series for Disney Plus is set to direct the film and he is super excited he said I have loved telling the story set in the rich world that George Lucas created the prospect of of bringing the Mandalorian and his apprentice Grogu to the big screen is extremely exciting. It's so brilliant. You got to give a nod to Disney and everything they're doing. Here
0: they create this show out of nowhere, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. like an extension that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And now that not only is the show a massive hit, but they're turning it into a movie and they've got one of
1: the best directors doing it. Yep. So cool. They know how to do business over there. Now, it's not clear where the movie will fit into the timeline of the series. There have been three seasons of The Mandalorian on Disney+, and the fourth season is said to be in development currently. However, I saw another story on T3.com that suggested there will be no fourth season because... The movie is happening. So we'll have to wait and see exactly how things shake out. You got to love when things
0: are going so well that people are running around trying to figure out what chapter does it go in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah! Money's falling from the ceiling. They blow their nose and sneeze. Money comes out. It's just yep. like,
1: Whoa! Ah, Candy, what else do you have? TJ, have you ever looked up a first aid tutorial on YouTube? Yeah, I've searched the internet if something goes wrong. Yeah. Sometimes it lands on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to determine, like, okay, where is this information coming from? Does this person who's giving me this information know what they're talking about or not? Yeah, everyone's an expert. Exactly. Well, YouTube has announced, according to Mashable, that they will be prominently displaying verified medical tutorials when someone searches for a first aid related video. Like, for instance, a CPR tutorial. I love it. Yeah, in these situations, time is of the essence, and you need to know that the information you're getting is reliable and accurate. And YouTube hopes this change will facilitate speedier searches and provide viewers with quick and simple first aid advice. It's awesome. Yeah. Like I, I hope at some point AI gets smart enough that we could type in
0: what we'd normally tell the doctor and yeah. it would actually give us great advice. Mm, you know, like you pull a muscle. I'm sure
3: doctors don't want that. <laughs>
0: well, but you know, they're busy and they're always so stacked up. Like, if they don't want that to happen, make some more appointments available so we can get in quickly. But, like, if we've got a sore muscle, we type in the details, and then imagine it, like, spit out a video of what to do, how to massage it, how to stretch it. That'd be nice. And then we could save ourselves a trip. That'd be amazing. I'm sure they'll
1: figure out a way to charge us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's coming soon enough. I'm sure there's going to be a monthly subscription. If you want to stay alive, you Mm -hmm. have to pay this fee. Well, we reported on a couple of weeks ago that they tried testing that out on ChatGPT, and 89% of diagnoses that it made it was were wrong. inaccurate. Yeah, so no, it's not still there some yet. There's work to do. Not there yet.
0: Only dreaming. I'd like to go into a VR headset doctor's appointment. How cool would that be?
1: It, it'll be there before you know it, TJ. Yep. Kenny, what else do you have? The Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, is happening right now in Las Vegas. This is where electronics companies show off their most recent developments. NBC News is reporting on one device that could be life-changing for those suffering with disabilities. The company called Augmental has developed what they are calling the mouthpad. They say it's a mouse for your mouth. How
3: does it work?
1: So for those suffering with disabilities that affect mobility, especially in the arms and hands, mouthpad is shaped like the retainer your orthodontist gave you. It's a trackpad chip that sits on the roof of your mouth that can sense tongue movements, allowing mm. users to scroll, type, make calls, wow. and even play chess with a swipe or click of their tongue. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, I thought so too. When I move my
3: tongue to the top of my mouth, it tickles.
1: So this mouth pad will be separating the roof of your mouth from your tongue. So your tongue will only be touching the device itself. It's connected via Bluetooth. It'll work on any phone, tablet, or computer. The company's founders say they were inspired to create the mouth pad after friends and family who were paralyzed struggled to find the right technology that suited their specific needs. Mm. See, got to be a fan of technology when you're seeing huge strides like this. That's super cool. You know what's pretty cool, too, is that although this device was intended for people with disabilities, there's a market for professionals who use their hands a lot, like, my, like mechanics and surgeons. So imagine if a surgeon is performing surgery, they have a scalpel in one hand, they have something else in the other hand, but they're referring to something on a computer screen, they could scroll and do everything they need to with their tongue rather than put down their tool and use their hand. Yeah, or if I'm eating a snack... And I want to touch the
0: remote, but I don't want to wash my hands in between? There's That sounds like a way to do that. But can, now, you, but can you eat a snack while you've got the mouth pad in? They don't
1: recommend eating with the mouth pad okay. in, but they do say the drinking water or whatever is wow. perfectly safe. It can yeah, handle that. That's it's fascinating. Cool. Amazing leaps in technology. Kenny, what else you got? Yeah, just that the nominees for the 30th annual SAG Awards were announced yesterday and Succession scored the most television nominations, while Barbie and Oppenheimer, Barbenheimer, each had four nominations. Each also so interestingly enough, the SAG Awards will not be on television. They will be streamed live globally on Netflix, wow. which is a first for both the SAG Awards and That's for cool. Netflix.
0: So I guess they worked out their streaming problems. <laughs> yeah, so. everybody's friends back now. Everyone's friends again. This is the TJ Show.